0: Good morning to everyone, it's uh, great to have you with us today and uh, it's good to uh, remember that those that are joined with us as well online and welcome to you too for our second Sunday in Advent and uh, as we come now to worship God may we all know God's loving presence with us. God's word says, without question this is the great mystery of our faith. Christ was revealed in a human body and vindicated by the Spirit. He was seen by angels and announced to the nations. He was believed in throughout the world and taken to heaven in glory. So let's worship God. And you're welcome to stand as we sing our first hymn, Come, Thy Long-Expected Jesus, Mission Praise 102. Let's pray together. Eternal God, Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, Jesus is the name we want to honor today. When the right time came, you announced the birth of your Son through the appearance of angels speaking words of great joy and peace for all peoples. This day we come to worship and praise you for sending your only Son into our world to bring us peace, joy, and hope. We remember how you announced to Mary through the angel Gabriel of the coming of Jesus with your words of peace and blessing, and in a dream reassured Joseph concerning Jesus' birth. Lord, help us this day to know your peace in our hearts. If we are upset or anxious or feeling burdened or afraid, help us leave our concerns with you, knowing that you care for us. Help us to know how much you love us and how much you have already given us through Jesus, who came to save us from our sins and bring us life and hope. Forgive us for all that we have said or done or thought, which has gotten the way of our love for you and our love for others. Cleanse us and renew us by your most Holy Spirit, that we might know the freedom and joy of your love in our hearts and share that love with the world around us through jesus christ our lord who taught us to pray saying our father who art in heaven hallowed be thy name thy kingdom come thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever amen well this is uh, second sunday in advent so we're going to continue our christmas story and uh, to, so this is uh, continuing on from last week and so For a long time, the Bible tells us people read God's promises uh, that one day he would send his own son from heaven and he was going to bring people hope and peace and make a way for us to know God forever. And so people waited and prayed. And last week we heard how God sent the angel Gabriel to a man called Zechariah. And Gabriel told Zechariah that he and his wife would have a son and even though they were quite old. Their son was to be called John, and when he grew up he would have a very special job. He would prepare people for the arrival of God's son. A little while later when Elizabeth was six months pregnant, God sent the angel Gabriel to a relative of Elizabeth, a young unmarried woman called Mary. And Gabriel had a very special message for Mary. He said to her, God has chosen you, God has chosen you to have a baby boy who is God's son sent from heaven as God has promised and you will give him the name Jesus. Well at first Mary was a bit startled and she was also a bit puzzled and so she asked the angel Gabriel how it would happen and he replied God's Holy Spirit will make this happen and God has also made it possible for your old relative Elizabeth to have a child. Well, Mary trusted what God said to her through the angel Gabriel, so she said, I am God's servant. May it happen just as you have told me. Mary was engaged to be married to Joseph. When Joseph found out that Mary was pregnant, he didn't know what to do because it wasn't his baby, but he was a good man and he thought he might just quietly cancel his engagement to Mary. However, God sent an angel to appear to Joseph in a dream. The angel told him, Don't be afraid to take Mary home to be your wife. The baby she is carrying is from God's Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus. That's because he will save his people from their sins. And when Joseph woke up, he did what God had told him through the angel. He took Mary home to be his wife and looked after her while they waited for Jesus to be born. We're going to light our second Advent candle now. Today we light the second Advent candle on the Advent crown, the candle of peace. We like this to remember Jesus was born as the Prince of Peace and so may we receive God's peace as we listen to Jesus' words from John's Gospel. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you, I do not give to you as the world gives, do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. Let's pray. Dear God, as we prepare to celebrate Jesus' birth, help us to know your peace in our lives. Bring your peace to our families, our communities, and to the countries of our world. For Jesus is our peace. Amen. Well, we're going to have our next hymn now, and you're welcome to stand as we Sing together. See amid the winter snow. Mission Praise, five hundred and eighty-eight.
1: See amid the winter snow, born for.
2: Our first reading this morning is a psalm of Solomon and we find that at Psalm 72. We're going to read the first two verses and then move on to verse 11. Psalm 72 at verse 1. Endow the king with your justice, O God, the royal son with your righteousness. May he judge your people in righteousness, your afflicted ones with justice. And at verse 11, May all kings bow down to him, and all nations serve him, for he will deliver the needy who cry out, the afflicted who have no one to help. He will take pity on the weak and the needy, and save the needy from death. He will rescue them from oppression and violence, for precious is their blood in his sight. Long may he live. May gold from Sheba be given to him. May people ever pray for him and bless him all day long. May corn abound throughout the land. On the tops of the hills may it sway. May the crops flourish like Lebanon and thrive like the grass of the field. May his name endure forever. May it continue as long as the sun. Then all nations will be blessed through him, and they will call him blessed. Praise be to the Lord God, the God of Israel, who alone does marvellous deeds. Praise be to his glorious name forever. May the whole world be filled with his glory. Amen and amen. Our our New Testament reading is from Luke chapter 1, reading verses 26 to 38. Luke chapter 1 at verse 26. In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town of Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph for no word from god will ever fail i am the lord's servant mary answered may your word be in me may your word to me be fulfilled then the angel left her amen we're going to sing god's praises now in singing how great you are how great thou art mission praise 506 Bye.
0: let's pray as we come to God's word lord god you are great and you're beyond our imaginings we thank you that you've revealed yourself to us most completely through the gift of your son jesus our lord and as we look into the coming of jesus as we look through uh, the gospels and and other parts of your word we pray that uh, you would um, meet with us by your Spirit, that you would help us to know that you are God with us today. And so, Lord, as we come to your Word, we ask that you would open the eyes of our hearts and minds by your Spirit, that we may see clearly and hear clearly what you are saying to us, that we may be encouraged and strengthened to go forward with you from this day for we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, during Advent, we're thinking about how God is a God of new beginnings. And last week, it was Zachariah and Elizabeth who had a new beginning when God promised them the gift of a son in their old age. And their son, John, was to have an important role in preparing the way for the Savior, God was sending into the world. This week we're thinking about the story of Mary and the amazing new beginning that was going to happen in her life. But not only for her and her husband-to-be Joseph, this was a new beginning for the whole world. In the familiarity of the story, it's sometimes difficult to really grasp how momentous the events that are unfolding in the gospel accounts are. And yet this is the moment when everything is about to change forever for everyone. God is sending his son into the world and the way he's coming is as a very special child, fully human and fully god and that's the wonder and mystery of the virgin birth. That God, who made the universe, who, as we've been singing about, has created everything, who is above all and beyond all of our thoughts and imaginings, who is all-powerful from everlasting to everlasting, chooses to enter into our human experience in the fullest way possible as a baby. Conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit, following Mary's acceptance of God's plan for her life, this child is both holy and human, the Son of God. And as Scripture tells us elsewhere, this is the eternal Son come from heaven, who was with God the Father in the beginning, the author of life, who would give his life for us so that we might live forever. This tiny child will also become the king promised long ago by God to Israel's King David. He was promised someone would be on the throne whose kingdom will never end. It is then a unique occurrence in history. So let's consider more of the significance of this coming king as we look at what the angel says to Mary and her response to the news? Well, Luke begins by telling us a few facts uh, to set the scene for this visit of the angel to Mary. First of all, Luke tells us that Elizabeth is now six months pregnant and we know from the previous passage that we looked at last week in Luke chapter one that this is a miracle in itself and it prepares us for an even greater miracle about to happen with Mary. Secondly, Luke tells us that God sends the angel Gabriel to the town of Nazareth in Galilee to meet with Mary, who is a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. Nazareth, the usual home of Joseph and Mary, will also become the place where Jesus spends much of his early life. And so he will be known as Jesus of Nazareth. But the more significant details here are the fact that Mary is a virgin and that she's pledged to be married to Joseph, a descendant of King David. The fact that Mary is a virgin is spelled out by the gospel writers to emphasize that Jesus isn't only human. He is also God's son, fully human and fully God conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit. And it's this unique status that gives him the ability to be our Savior. In Philippians chapter 3, for example, we're told that Jesus, being in very nature God, became fully human, humbling himself to die for us on a cross, so that he might overcome death for us all. Elsewhere in the New Testament, in First Peter chapter 2, verse 24, it also mentions that in becoming human and dying for our sins, Jesus made a way to take away our sins and our sicknesses. It says there, "He himself bore our sins in his body on the cross, so that we might die to sins and live for righteousness by His wounds, you have been healed." First letter of john chapter 3 verse 7 also tells us the reason the son of god appeared was to destroy the devil's work and what is the devil's work well jesus says in john 10, 10 it is to steal and destroy people's lives while jesus however offers life in fullness and he says there the thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy i have come that they may have life and have it to the full and so in his coming, Jesus makes a way for us to be forgiven our sins, set free from the power of evil, and receive the gift of God's love forever by his Spirit who gives us eternal life. As it says in that well-known verse in John 3.16, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. What a wonderful gift God has given us by sending his son into the world. Luke also mentions in the opening verses of this passage that Mary is pledged to be married to Joseph, a descendant of King David. And that's significant because although Joseph wasn't Jesus' biological father, Jesus was born into his household as his son, by the power of God's Spirit. So God was fulfilling his promise to King David that there would be one day someone of his line who would be king through whom God would establish his kingdom forever. And there are a number of passages in the Old Testament which allude to this coming king who will establish an everlasting kingdom. And one of them is in Psalm 72, part of which we read. And although also written with an earthly king in view for people to to pray for the king, Psalm 72 also speaks in a way that shows the writer is looking forward to the time when God will establish a greater kingdom. The greater kingdom would be led by a king who would reign in such a way as to bless all people. Kings and nations would serve him this king would be endowed with justice and righteousness. He would look after those who are weak and needy and afflicted. He would rescue them from oppression and violence and he would save them from death. Why would he do this? Because as it says in verse 14, for precious is their blood in his sight, or as the New Living Translation puts it, for their lives are precious to him. Psalm 72 also mentions people coming from afar to give him gifts of gold, a real glimpse of the Christmas story of the visits of the wise men from the east. What we have then in the account in chapter one of Luke's gospel is something that is most unique the most unique event in history. The promise of God's son being fulfilled. But it is also part of the great movement of God through the ages to establish his kingdom in our lives out of his great love for us, as it says in the psalm, because we are all precious in his sight. So let's hear again what the angel says to uh, Mary. Greetings you who are highly favored. The Lord is with you. Do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son and you are to call him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David and he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever. His kingdom will never end. The Holy Spirit will come on you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her old age. And she who was said to be unable to conceive is in her six months. For no word from God will ever fail. Mary's response of humble faith, after inquiring how all this would happen, is an example to us all. I'm the Lord's servant. May your word to me be fulfilled. However, as well as the wonderful news of the Savior coming, the angel mentions that Mary had found favor with God and that God was with her. Knowing God's favor, And presence with us is something that we all need because when we know God's favor and presence with us we don't need to be afraid just as Mary was told by the angel do not be afraid we can know instead that God is with us showing us his way forward in our lives and in the confidence and trust we find in him we can help others to discover the good news of Jesus, the life giver, come to be our saviour. But how do we get God's favour and presence with us? Well, the good news is that Jesus has done everything for us. So we can know God's favour and loving presence with us. We don't have to earn it. We actually can't earn God's favour. Only through Jesus can we experience it. One of the things Jesus said near the beginning of his ministry was that he quoted some verses from a passage in Isaiah chapter 61, and here's what he said. The Spirit of the Lord is on me because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of sight for the blind, to set the oppressed free, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. And as the passage in in the Gospel of Luke goes on, then as everyone in the synagogue in Nazareth was looking at him, he rolled up the scroll, sat down and began by saying to them, today this scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. So Jesus opened the way for us all to receive God's favor. And our living Lord Jesus comes to us today by his Spirit and invites us to know God's love and favor in our own lives and to welcome his presence with us. We live now in the time of God's favor for us through his Son. For he is the one who forgives our sins, who heals our sicknesses, who binds up our wounds, who sets us free to live in fullness as members of God's family in the eternal kingdom of his Son. We close then with these words from Psalm 72. Praise be to the Lord God, the God of Israel, who alone does marvelous deeds. Praise be to to his glorious name forever and ever, may the whole earth be filled with his glory. Amen and amen. Let's pray. Gracious Heavenly Father, our glorious, everlasting God, as we progress through the season of Advent, We thank you for the wonder of your love in coming all the way from heaven to be God with us through Jesus, our servant king. We thank you that you have entered into our humanity to save us completely from the darkness of sin and death and the power of the evil one. We give you our praise that because of Jesus we have a message of hope for the whole world. Help us, like Mary, to respond in faith to your word to us and to know that favor and presence of your loving spirit through Jesus Christ, our Lord and King. Sovereign Lord, we bring before you the needs of our world. And thank you that you invite us to join with you in the transforming work of your kingdom to bring new life hope and peace to people families communities and nations we pray for our Queen and all those in authority that in the fulfilling of their duties they may be guided by your spirit and upheld by your grace We pray for our community, our country, and the nations of the world, that following the ways of truth and justice, they may be free from bitterness and strife, and by the power of your love, live in peace. Bless with your comfort all who are in trouble or pain. Heal those who are sick. Support those who are dying. Console those who mourn. Supply the wants of those who are in need, especially through the continuing challenges of the pandemic. Bless our homes that love and joy may dwell there and keep those who are absent from us within the protection of your love. We give thanks for those who have died in the faith, especially those known to us and dear to us, who have entered into the joy and peace of your nearer presence. Grant that we may follow their example and come to share with them the glory of everlasting life through Jesus Christ our Lord, who with you, dear Father, and the Holy Spirit is worshipped and glorified forever. Amen. We come now to our closing hymn, and you're welcome to stand as we sing together, From Heaven You Came, the Servant King. Mission praise number 162.
3: From Him you came, a blessed Entered our world, your glory veiled. Not to be served, but to serve.
0: which passes all human understanding. Guard your hearts and your thoughts in Christ Jesus, our Lord. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be with you this day and remain with you always. Amen.